you something. If me and Big Cass had a dime for every time we got beat up as kids, we'd have zero dimes. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Lashana Tova to all our fellow Hebrew and Shebrews out there. So while you are finished finishing celebrating the new year, put your earbuds in, turn the speakers up to eleven, and you're well, we're welcoming you to this week's episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. When you're on iTunes, make sure you rate and subscribe and leave a comment to bump up the algorithm of this podcast to get us up there in the upper echelon of wrestling podcasts. Uh, Other ways you can contact us via social media... Facebook.com slash marking out. Continue the discussion there. Uh, we've been doing a lot, really good job of posting different conversational pieces for people to answer and posting videos. I got to give huge props to Dave and Brandon on that one. I will introduce them momentarily. Also at Market Out on Twitter, where we live tweet during Raw, sometimes during Impact, you know, sometimes just in general to watch, listen to our show. So go check us out there. Uh, any emails, inquiries, out one at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Got my coffee. I am ready to go. Sick. And we're also sitting here with the man of a million masks, Cousin Brandon. You can follow him. On, we can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you today? I'm doing awesome as always, and don't follow David on Twitter because he doesn't want you to follow him. Well, I mean, you. Can, no, but don't I follow don't, him. No, you, seriously, you can don't. Follow if him. I like you, but I mean, if you. But, but post, if, if, if you if don't you if you a, don't tweet, then he's going to block you and. Yeah, if you him. don't tweet, if you're not wrestling related, if you post a lot about smoking weed and doing drugs and using. Uh, have you blocked curse me? words? Have, I'll block you. Have you blocked me yet? No. All right, good. Why you don't tweet about doing drugs? No, I tweeted about how Burger King's running out of ideas with the French fry burger. How yeah. un- like how stupid is that? I thought that was the funniest thing that I saw. It's like you put a French fry on a burger and sell it for a dollar. That's baloney. That's I can't believe they did that. Well, yeah, I have to, all I have to say, bring back the radio cheeseburger. Uh, on that note, we have to get some uh, – before we get to fan comments, I have to talk about something uh, – for a minute. I know I was not on last week's episode. I know three people were probably upset that I wasn't, but um, I feel like... Do you think I've been kayfabing, Dave? Is that the right term? I've been, kay- <laughs> I've been kayfabing our entire audience for the past eight months? I don't know if it's kayfabing. You might have you might have just not been telling them. Yeah, I'm not, I, th- I'm not I think be- we're just keeping it on DL. Keeping it on DL, but um, I know I've kind of alluded to it a couple times, but I haven't mentioned it on the show. But eight months ago, uh, my wife... Uh, was told that she's pregnant and last week thursday wednesday going into thursday my wife went into labor so we have a new member of the marking out family uh my son was born last thursday august 29th jordan blake sweeney has arrived in the world he's doing awesome 
Uh, he already knows the entire uh, history of Metallica. And, I thought you were going to say the theme song to mark it out. Oh, no, he doesn't, know, he doesn't know that yet. He did watch Monday Night Raw, though, and he puked during Triple H's promo. So, oh, that's a good thing. Anyway, yeah, anyway uh, Mommy and Baby are both doing very well. So, yeah, fans, that's why I wasn't here last week. So, if, yes. and I, you know, and I may be missing a couple episodes here and there, but you know, I got to give Dave and Brandon huge props on last week's episode because as I was laying in my terrible makeshift hospital bed that they gave me, I was listening to it and I laughed a couple times. A uh, couple. Yeah. A couple. I liked it. I thought it was good. You guys did good. And Thank anyway, you. And anyway, let's get on to uh, some fan comments from last week's episode. And uh, congratulations before you move on. Thank you. Yeah, I congratulations. It. I, it's crazy, man. Life. That's all I got to say. He's, Life. He's, 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 uh, he's a pretty cool dude. I don't think I'd love anything more than I do him. Well, my wife, of course, but, you know. He's so you're saying you, uh, I'm not even getting into it. I don't love oh. you, Dave. I'm sorry. No, no. No, he was, yeah. was going to say something else that begins with a C. Uh, what? No, the, uh, the, the first the first comment on the website is actually from Chris. Yep, it's from me. It said, uh, "Made me proud, boys. Good job." Yep, there we go. Uh, Justin DeRosa commented because of my quote ironclad contract, I can leave a comment whenever I please. I just wanted to make my claim as the number three mark. In all seriousness, last week's quote rant podcast was awesome, and so was this week. Thank you for helping me through a nineteen hour drive. And the podcast was awesome as always. Follow me at just uh, sorry at awesome two five six and Aru. Just want to say Aru should have three R's and it should be all capitalized. Like sick. Like how uh, you, you don't have to copy Jay Silva. So no, I don't copy Jay Silva. I I write Aru how I write Aru. He copies me or whatever. He didn't even have that until me. Well, how do you know this kid is this fan is copying you? I'm not saying copying. I'm saying just it spell it. Mean- it doesn't With need three to be, R's. It doesn't need three R's. All in caps. I'll yes, check. The, it does. I'll check the uh, two and a half wrestler shirt that I have. Yeah, uh, see, see what uh, the originator says. <laughs> anyway. It's not the originator. It's not the originator. <laughs> anyway, he'll Gustav- probably sit. He'll probably go to www.shop.com, buy the Bray Wyatt hat, and start calling himself Jay Wyatt. <laughs> no offense, Jamie. Anyway, Gustavo commented, great show last week as always. Gustavo is my middle name, and I'm from Pennsylvania, LOL. (laughs) I'm curious about your opinion on Randy Orton's evolution, quote, ha, as a character through his career. Thanks. All right, we'll talk about Randy Orton a little bit later on the show. Daniel, how does Brandon feel about Justin Gabriel being on Total Divas? Brandon, you want to take this one? How would you feel about that episode? It was cool. Fap Nation. (laughs) I don't know what that means even. I don't even know what that means. David's like, oh, I'm fapping to this. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it like twerking? No. Oh, okay, good. It's not a dance move? It's wanking it. Uh, oh. Uh, Brandon was like, definitely. I think I texted him. No, I tweeted No, you tweeted it. it, and I said, I don't have my my whatever, the what is it called, moisturizing, because you took it to watch TNA? Yeah, maybe. ODB. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, that's what the crowd. That's what the crowd went wild for last night. Of all the people to go wild for, it was ODB. Hey, well, they were in Cleveland, so Cleveland rocks. Hyped uh, much or no? What? No hyped. I don't think so. The the crowd was silent except for ODB. <laughs> anyway, next comment is from Danny Lyons. RV, how RVD's name should be announced? Roberto Vandamo. Of course, it'll be held out longer when it's actually said loud. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, Danny Lyons commented again, just watched Raw. Am I the only one who thinks Daniel Bryan, Big Show, and Cody Rhodes will take on the new corporation? I can kind of see that. Uh, Ed Sigler, I'm, they're going to get the Union 2.0. Yeah. I'm going to speak about my thoughts about that a little bit later on in the show, but okay. I definitely see it's possible. No, absolutely. Uh, okay, Andrew F., Great show by the Wolfpack in this one. Brandon, your imitation of Dave is spot on, and I crack up every time. Question, what was each of your favorite match you saw live on the Indies and also in WWE? Also, what TNA talent that has never wrestled for WWE would you like to see in WWE? Thanks again. The number two Mark at DrewFam97. I love how people are, like, staking their claim in the totem pole of Mark. <laughs> awesome. And they're all fighting with each other, too. I know. It's awesome. All right, um, Dave, can you answer this one, or do you have to really think about it? Uh, yeah, no, I actually prefer for this one. Uh, the one thing I actually prefer for on the show. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, all right, so I guess I'll go with the live WWE first. I, I was going to say we should start with the TNA talent first. TNA talent first? All right, I, do we, I have what? No, I was going to say, do we consider Sting a TNA talent? Or is he a WCW talent? Because um, he's in TNA. TNA. Yeah. He's signed to them. I'm going Brutus Magnus or Samoa Joe. Ooh. Because they've never seen, been to WWE, and I think both would be really Samoa good. Samoa Joe on WWE television. Okay, whatever. But I would say Samoa Joe as well. I, I would say him. Abyss. Abyss? Ooh. Okay. I can't see Abyss doing anything without that mask. Well, maybe they'll give him a mask. Maybe they're not stupid like TNA and give him a mask. <laughs> uh, Brandon, who did you think? Abyss. Oh, yeah, you said that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a very little sleep. I apologize. Um, all, all right. Okay, uh, favorite live match you saw in the indies or in the WWE? I'm going to go with both. Like, first WWE, I'm going to go with Triple H versus HBK from SummerSlam 2002. Hell yeah, we're on the same page, Dave. <laughs> you guys um, might be cousins or something. Yeah. We might have, for, might have even been there together. I actually have – it's so difficult to choose an indie show because indie shows are very personal. Like, you, you really feel like you're in the match because you get so close. But I'm going to go with Ring of Honor, Ladder War, American Wolves versus Team Generico. Ooh. Or I'm going to go with any match of Tony Nese versus Anthony uh, versus Alex Reynolds. Ooh, those are two good ones. Because Reynolds and Nese, they, they could put on the same match 500 times. It always looks different, and it's always entertaining. Brandon, you want to take this one? Oh, you already said I was, No, I was going to say uh... – for the independent, yeah, for WWE, Shawn Michaels and Triple H in that unsanctioned street fight at SummerSlam 2002 on August 25th, 2002. But uh, uh, as for independent wrestling, I was going to say either uh, Nice or Reynolds match or a um, a John, Johnny Silver versus Apollyon. I don't know which one it was. No, one right. of them was like really, really awesome. And then, as always, and then I would, yeah, and then I would just say Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm because it was really cool to see them go out there and do it. The, yeah, the thing, the thing I like about independent settings is sometimes the entire audience is in it, and it's a, it's just a lot different from WWE event. Yeah, no, I absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about what about yours? Well, um, independent wrestling wise, the first thing that comes to my mind. Oh, there's two actually. Um, first one that comes to my mind was Tony Nese versus Trent from the Psycho Circus this year. Okay. That was, yeah. you know, that was on my candidates for match of the year, but that got bumped out. Um, I thought that was an amazing match. Those guys are too talented. And then a long time ago, I think it was like two years ago, 
at an MYWC show. I think it was MYWC Trust No One. It was John Silver versus Sammy Callahan, uh, which was awesome. Very hard-hitting. We know Sammy Callahan, or should I say Solomon Crow, which I think is an awesome name, by the way. Um, I th- that, that was a great standout indie match for me that I remember. Uh, WWE-wise that I saw live, you guys may think I'm weird about this one, but it was a four corners tag team match for the WWE tag team titles. It was Finley and Hornswoggle versus Jesse and Festus versus John Morrison and The Miz versus the uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. I was there for that one, and to uh, fact to see a, a friend of mine win a you know distinguished championship in the WWE for the first time, it, has, it holds a special place in my heart. And yeah. he's a good dude, and he sent me a text message at midnight after uh, Jordan was born congratulating me. So he's a bro, and thank you, Zach, for that. Appreciate that. Uh, anyway. You're not you're not going to choose Daniel Bryan and Anthony Nice versus Alex Reynolds and Greek God Papadon? Well, that was, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, that was an indie show, too. I mean, they're, I, they're all good. We, Especially living in the Northeast, we get so much good independent wrestling. We're very spoiled. I know, right? Damn. Well, we don't have PWG, so... There we go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, sending comments in, markingout.com, and uh, comments on any of the episodes. Uh, let's get into some sports entertainment talk to start the show off, should we, boys? All let's right. do it. Let's do it. All yeah, right. Let's, 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 start let's from, do it. Yes, let's, let's do it. Uh, anyway, let's start off from SmackDown. From last week, goods, bads, middles. This is a very – I feel like one big storyline kind of swept through SmackDown from last week. And that was did. And that was Triple H. Triple H yeah. and his uh, abuse of power or his rise to power, as you can say. Uh, he's really, really dominated most of SmackDown, and it wasn't in a bad way. It was more in a good way itself. Uh, he starts off uh, with the Miz TV, with uh, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and the Big Show talking about what's good for business. And then he sets up a bunch of matches for the evening. Uh, he puts Randy, he puts the Miz in a match against Randy Orton, in which Randy Orton won. Uh, he also puts Dolph Ziggler in a match against the Shield, which uh, the Shield won as well. Uh, and he just told the Big Show to go home. So I like this. I'm a fan of this. I'm putting this in, a, in the goods just because it, they're really doing a good job of making this the major focal point of the WWE and spreading it onto both shows. But he's also putting in those small things in there as well. I, I agree I with think, you. I, th- I think that when you have a faction like this, it really does open up a lot of potential for storylines. Yeah. But I think they have to be careful because it's going to get old quickly, I think. I agree with you on that. Um all right, uh, more goods. You had Paul Heyman coming out and cutting a promo on CM Punk, coming out with Curtis Axel talking about their match they're going to be having at Night of Champions. It's going to be a two-on-one handicap elimination match, Curtis Axel and Paul Heyman versus CM Punk. Uh, we could see Paul Heyman and CM Punk in the ring at the same time. We could see Curtis Axel and CM Punk in the ring at the same time. It should be interesting. Um, you guys, you know, because I wasn't here last week for the whole kendo sticking thing. We liked this. We didn't like this. I know I listened to the episode, but I was also, you know, exhausted, and I apologize about that. I'm. I think this is good. I think this is great. Put some legs to this, but I don't know why the Intercontinental Title is not going to be defended at Night of Champions when every title is on the line. I hate the fact that they really, they really do like crap on the IC uh, title. Yeah. Like they 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 have tried to build it up by the fact that you're not featuring it on the pay per view, it really doesn't bring meaning to it. I just I think it's going to end up being CM Punk versus Paul Heyman, where Paul Heyman picks up the victory in that match, like eliminated Curtis Axel gets eliminated or something, and then bring this and then have Paul Heyman go over and then bring this to maybe Hell in a Cell, something like that. All right. 
Okay. Uh, your last good that we have for SmackDown was Daniel Bryan was uh, put in a match against Ryback and lost. I mean, one actually, sorry, via disqualification because the Shield get in, gets involved, triple power bombs the bearded one, Daniel Bryan, and then Randy Orton comes out to spray paint no on Daniel Bryan. I like this a lot, but I, thought it was awesome. I, I just, I just, I'm worried. How many times can you have Daniel Bryan get beat up by the Shield before it jumps the shark? I'm not worried about that at all. Um, Lance Storm Storm said on Monday Night Raw after Daniel Bryan was beat up that Daniel Bryan jumped the shark just for that simple fact that the Shield, he keeps trying to fight the Shield and the Shield fight him and just they take care of him. And yeah, which makes it something that's going to be a big deal when he does find when he does overcome them again. Yeah, once he gets some I mean, some backing power against the Shield in this whole. Yeah, I mean the, we've seen him do it before, and it was probably one of the. One of the best, uh, um, I think it was a Raw match where he faced them in a handicap match or no? No, um, yeah, that was like right after SummerSlam. It was the gauntlet. They had a gauntlet match too. But didn't they have one before that? No, you're thinking of the gauntlet with like Jack Swagger and Antonio Cesaro. They they did have a gauntlet match against the Shield. Yeah, I feel like I've seen some, yeah, it was a gauntlet match against the Shield or something like that. Last week there was a gauntlet match. No, 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 never mind. It was a while ago. It was a while ago, but I, I don't think that's going to get stale with Daniel Bryan getting defeated. I think it's just going to end up being him recruiting people to help out. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. It so will. If it does not happen on Monday, then it's really pushing it. It's really pushing the envelope. Is I that don't a punk thing to say. I don't know. That's fine, but I disagree with you. I don't think it's pushing it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, one thing I did want to point out. Um, let's talk. Let's, we got one bad. We got one thing left in SmackDown. It's our bads, and that was the Wyatt family's being successful again against Tons of Funk. What well, I mean, they came in so strong, and now they're they're just having matches against Tons of Funk. Well, uh, I think it's, it's not even a- like they're not even strong matches against Tons of Funk. It's just like it's almost as if Tons of Funk are just jobbers now. I think it's just to show their dominance. Because they're big dudes? Huh? Because the, the, the gigantisness. Yeah. I mean, if, if you put Wyatt Family over Darren Young, like editories on, or primetime players or something, they did. They, they put him over Darren Young on, on main event. Yeah, but when you put them against tons of funk, who are two pretty large guys, it's gonna it's gonna mean a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I Not do see me. it at, at some point. I do see it drifting over to uh, other tag teams getting involved. I just I don't understand how tons of funk could come into WWE as Tensai and as Brodus Clay and defeat people week after week, and then all of a sudden a new person comes in who defeats people week after week, and here like or beats well, down, I should say. They're using them properly. I, I mean, don't, I don't think what, so. You, don't, did, you, did you actually ever see tons of funk potentially holding the tag team titles? Yeah, I don't see. I don't like discriminate when I see champions or whatever. Anyone could be a, ta- a champion. Here's my question to you about the Wyatts and more, more in particularly Bray Wyatt. Uh, September 2nd, that was, what was that, Monday, I think? Yeah, something like that. Bray Wyatt sent out a a tweet saying, When the men of power wage war, only the innocent suffer. Come with me. Hashtag down with the machines. Could you see maybe Bray Wyatt, maybe them putting this face turn on the whole Wyatt family and helping Daniel Bryan help him out, but keeping 
Daniel Bryan's personality and the Wyatts separately, just making them maybe like an unholy alliance. I was thinking about that too. Um, Wait, I, but why? What would what would make you think that? Just the tweet, the down just, with the machine. Yeah, tweet? just the tweet, and just the, the just the overall, you know, a storyline that's going right now in the WWE. I, I could I could easily see the Wyatt family taking out Reigns and Rollins out of the entire picture. Yeah, oh yeah, and separating the two of them and like having it be like. We're not like have gonna Bray Wyatt do what, huh? <laughs> and be like, we're not gonna <laughs> take it. No, but have him say he like how. Get it. Uh, no, I get it. Never mind. No, continue, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for. Uh... Uh, I, I don't. I don't even remember now. No, I understand what you're saying though. As in, like you, you have the Wyatt family take out the Shield, but that has nothing to do with. Yeah, have them taking down just, Triple H and Randy Orton. Yeah, it's a good way to separate some of the Shield out of the picture. I mean, keep Dean Ambrose in that other right. picture. Right. But separate Rollins and uh, Reigns to the White well, family. Well, no, have uh, Bray Wyatt feud with Dean Ambrose. But it looks like it's going to be Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose. So just uh, just to me. But anyway, on that note, I, let's go. Go ahead. Wait, do you think that it would be good if he won the championship from Ambrose? I mean, this goes back to with the IC belt with CM Punk. If well, if CM Punk won the IC belt, would it be yeah. good? Dolph Ziggler, like, not CM Punk. But do you think it would be good? I think it's a step back for where Dolph Ziggler needs to be right now. But it's still it's still something that would be cool for TV, I would say. I, I think, yes, it's a step back. Even with the CM Punk, it's a step back of where they should be. But it's a step forward for the overall scheme. It's a step forward for the championship. I don't think so. Has, he been, he's been U.S. champion before now. Yeah. So it's like it's, but he I would really say it's a was, step forward. I mean, no, I for Dolph Ziggler it itself, because look at April. It's it's now September. Look at five months ago. He was you mean on AJ. T- what? No, it's a joke. Isn't her real name April? Shut yeah. up. Um, <laughs> anyway, but look back in the month of April when Dolph Ziggler was the hottest thing in the WWE. Mr. Money in the Bank won the World Heavyweight Title. He gets a concussion. He doesn't get back up to the point that where he is now. He's in just. He's an, a random accessory in this in the big storyline right now, and he just keeps getting his ass beat by Ryback. Maybe. I'm I'm completely fine with it because you can't have so many people in the in that top spotlight. I mean, but there's right not, now, and you need to build new stars or there, build you bigger don't have to stars. Build anybody, everybody's built already. Look no, at how much talent really. they have. Yeah, they have a look at look at the stage and look at half of the guys that are on there yeah, that aren't even of, being used. Half of them have that potential to be thrown right into some sort of a, a championship aspect. It's not like, like you're who? dealing with a bunch of people that like you who? have to. You got Big Show, Ziggler, Miz, like these guys that they are using with this other storyline. They could easily be thrown into a championship line in a heartbeat. Fandango. Yeah, these but these guys but are not. But exactly, there's what? They, what you're going to throw all of them up there? To, no, they're not doing anything with them. They need to. They, they are need, doing things with them. You're they're not doing championship to, in ignorance things. to see it. No, no, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. Okay, I'm done with this one. Okay, good. Let's continue on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Oh, come on, come on! Oh, my throat hurts, dude. Dave. No. Monday Night Nitro. Thank you. It's got to live on. The fans <laughs> look for it every single week. All right, let's get on to it. Uh, goods, bads, middles. Uh, everything was good besides um, the well, the big storylines going on right now. The Triple H and the new corporation that we have going on. 
nice promo to start off Monday Night Raw with Triple H forcing a match between Daniel Bryan and the Big Show as your main event. Uh, it got a little dicey. Big Show really didn't want to face uh, didn't want to face Daniel Bryan. Then later in the show, Stephanie McMahon comes out and says, "Hey, Big Show." You have to do this. I know you're financially broke. Can we say cuts the worst promo of all time or no? No, definitely no. not the worst <laughs> promo of all time. But it's up there? Nah. There is I a little th- there's a little thing on Monday called worst promo ever. So, yeah, <laughs> uh anyway, it was it, it was definitely bad. I mean, I don't think he's broke, but for storyline purposes, hey, it works. I don't like I, it. That- I believe that he has more money than Hulk Hogan. Everybody uh, I would has- assume so. Yeah, Big Show's not stupid. Yeah, more money than Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair combined. Not to yeah, say right? Hulk Hogan is stupid. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, I really don't think Hulk Hogan is stupid. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I you know what? I like the beginning promo. That whole middle promo with Seth McMahon was kind of weird. And then your main event was good. I mean, it showed you Daniel Bryan still has that piss and vinegar in him. I don't think I've ever used that on the show. I don't think I've ever heard anyone yeah. ever use that before. No? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he still got that going on, but uh, it was un- his match was interrupted by the Shield, who triple power bombed him, and then Triple H and Stephanie McMahon forced the Big Show to knock out Daniel Bryan. I thought that the acting by Big Show was a little bit over the top and a little bit too much. I don't understand why he sat through the whole SmackDown last week sitting ringside crying and then this week on Raw he just sat there crying. What is he why is he crying? Are they making him into a karma thing? Are they like is he gonna be off? He's crying. No, he's crying. I don't get it. Even though two months ago he was more than fine knocking random people out, he's he's a good guy and he doesn't want to hurt his friend Daniel Bryan. He just wants to So he's gonna cry? He wants to help him, but he's torn and he can't do anything about it. Why? Why is he crying? He can't do anything about it. Yeah, he. You know what? They pretty much have him bent over a barrel right now. And <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I he like wants that. to help, but he cannot because I, I just, I, I just feel it. With They're blackmailing him. Right. Yeah, but whenever he cries, it just takes me completely out of the storyline and out of whatever I'm watching on TV. When I see him crying, I'm like, "Come on, They're he's the big Why are you gimmick. crying? It's Ric Flair's gimmick." Why is it Ric Flair's gimmick? Because every time I've seen him in the past, like, seven years, he's been crying. Why is it not every single diva that why, – why is it not Victoria's gimmick? Every time she won a match, she would cry. Who's Victoria? Like – Lisa Marie Warren? Yeah. She cried? Uh, yeah. All that. I don't remember. After, ev- after every, like, big win she had, she would ball up. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm glad her Big show balls up his fist. Yeah, well, I-N-G. Call. Anyway, let's continue on. Uh, we only have good, so we'll just run down everything. Uh, the Miz defeated Fandango. This uh, little storyline going back from SummerSlam about uh, Fandango. I I still thought this is this, they still put on really good matches. Yeah, they do. It's great. And I with Fandango Miz. Fandango. I still think yeah, Fandango. <laughs> I still think that the future of these wrestlers are very is very bright. No, I I agree, but like the Miz has been around for a while now. Do you think yeah, he's still he's still new? He's been the WWE champion. He's made no, it to WrestleMania. Miz yeah, but is, I think I think that is, he could be easily up there again. I think Miz right now is just enhancement talent for championship. Okay, okay. if that makes sense. No, that makes I perfect hope. sense. Yeah. It's perfect sense. Alrighty, uh, Ryback defeated Dolph Ziggler again with the help of Dean Ambrose from the show. Oh wait, you forgot to mention that. Fandango broke his nose. 
during that match. Yeah. I, like Danny Doring? No, Fandango. Oh, oh Doring, yeah, during yeah, that Dor- match. Danny yeah. Doring that match. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you're on you're on point with your jokes tonight. Who are you, Brandon? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I strive. Yeah, well I didn't I didn't really notice that. I noticed at the end of the match when he got out of the ring he was like holding his nose. Yeah, apparently they broke it on that kick, that miss kick to Fandango's face, and the ref was, or the medic was working on him. But Sin Cara came out and checked on him. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, Sin Cara. Uh, yeah, so anyway, back to Ryback, Dolph Ziggler. Another good, solid thing. I guess it's maybe these two feud, maybe doing a nice little feud. But you also I, have Dean, as I said, you have Dean Ambrose coming out and throwing uh, Dolph Ziggler into the ring post. So maybe Night of Champions, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose. I, I could easily see that. I think it's a great storyline. It kind of leaves you hanging with whether or not where's Ryback lie with this entire scheme. I think um, it's all I'm building to I think it's all building to Survivor series. Ooh. And if it's not, it should have been. I feel like this is what we went over two two years ago at two thousand eleven when it was when the main event ended up being Rock and Cena versus Miz and R Truth. When everyone thought it was going to be Triple H versus like Rock, where Rock was going to have his team with Rock, Cena, etc., and it'd be like Triple H, Kevin Nash, Miz, R Truth, or Johnny Ace, or something. That was such a bad match. Yeah, but you guys were there. Turned, it wasn't yeah. a bad match. I thought it was awful. You weren't paying attention. You were sitting eating popcorn the whole night. Popcorn. You weren't. He doesn't eat popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. Live events. He makes the Colonel pop. I do. My name is Dave the Rave that the ladies crave too hot to make the colonels pop. I don't know. Uh, no, I know. That, that make the colonels pop. Sorry to get your catchphrase wrong, Dave. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, primetime players defeated three-man bands. Solid tag team uh, mid-card wrestling. Yeah, great match, great filler. Yeah. I, I want Drew McIntyre. I haven't seen him wrestle in months, it feels like. Maybe he's still getting over that broken wrist. I don't know. Could Maybe. Be. That could I, be, yeah. I still see big things with him, too. I think... The, this entire three-man band is going to be over at some point. Remember that time I called you Jin Dave Mahal? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Randy Orton defeated Cody Rhodes. Uh, this goes back to a backstage promo where Cody Rhodes, Triple H got in Cody Rhodes' face and said, if you don't win this match, you're, quote, fired. And Cody Rhodes was fired after this. Um, a solid match, great performance but this is also going to work in the long run for this whole super corporation feud uh, it definitely it plays its fit it goes perfectly i love how in when they were asking cody Rhodes about it he brought up uh how the mcmahon's always hated his family from yeah. dusty wearing polka dots and from gold dust i i thought that that was pretty i uh, love that gold dust gimmick though i don't know which one the Goldust in general. Did you oh, guys? Yeah. Did you guys see the meme? It was like Cody. He he was like saying something, and then he's like, "Oh, you didn't like my my brother because he wore gold paint." And then they had like the twisted and bizarre Goldust with the ball gag in his mouth. Uh, yeah, I, had to, oh, I, I uh, even as a kid, like I was I was a big fan of it just because I loved the mind games with it. Yeah. Um, did you guys? I think I might have been scared of Goldust. I'm not sure. Yeah. Did you guys notice Cody's Invisaligns that he had in? No. Yeah. Rocking some uh, some Invisaligns there, trying to get his teeth straightened for his wedding. But nice. it is it is true that Vince always disliked Dusty. I mean, look who the the biggest jobber in the jobber history of wrestling yeah, is, who now sells eight by tens in the subway systems of New York City, named after Dusty Rhodes, Virgil. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes' real name is Virgil. Yeah, 
Really? And then and then WCW uh, reciprocated it when Virgil went to WCW. He was Vincent. Ah, and Dustin Rhodes was head of that, so he made him Vincent. The oh, entire history wow. of, of Virgil yeah, was crazy. The, enti- the, entire, <laughs> the entire history of their feud and how far back it goes. It, it is pretty interesting when you start reading up on it. That's wild. And and, and who do you, who's who do you think is right in this situation? I it's, don't know. Eh. You got to go with the Rhodes family, right? I mean, Dusty was that man. He was a uh, where was he wrestling? It's Florida, know. Florida Championship Wrestling. Yeah, guy. he was so huge, and then he came over. To, it's so much. Yeah, it's it's it's, but, yeah, it's wrestling politics. You know. All right, what do we know? Going to, go into more politics a little bit, Brandon. How is this burying Cody Rhodes? Well, I didn't say it was burying Cody Rhodes. Want me to pull up the Facebook right now and read exactly what you said? Yeah, please do. You said you said Cody Rhodes. This is burying Cody Rhodes. No, read the whole yeah. thing. That just don't read. This is Baron Cody Rhodes. Hold on, sir. Talk about talk. And pull, pull up the Twitter. Pull up the Twitter as well. Thank no, you. I don't care about your Twitter. No, because the Twitter's involved. Because if I'm not allowed to pick your tweets as your opinion, you can. Then you're not allowed to pick yeah. my tweets as my. Fine, opinion. I'm not picking your tweets. I'm picking your direct your DMs to me. Really, you think this is Baron Cody Rhodes? Um, making him get fired in a storyline, even that's Baron. Yeah, Unless as he comes in back a clean like win. Hardy did. Yeah, a clean win over over Randy Orton, a clean win over Cody Rhodes to get him fired. How are you going to bring Cody Rhodes? Him. How are you going to bring Cody Rhodes back on the TV and have him still be big? Easy, they could easily do that. What I see doing is the entire overall. Either it's going to be a return for the Rumble, or like you mentioned before, Survivor Series and everything. But if he's or, fired, how is he going to be a return in the Rumble? It. It's wrestling, dude. What? No, I, if he's fired, how does he return? I think that at some point it's it's going to be Team WWE versus Team Triple H or whatnot. And the last member, whether it's Team Triple H or Team WWE, the last member that they go to that comes to help them out, it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Like and Daniel you, Bryan at SummerSlam? Yes, exactly. Yeah. But and what? I, like, and I'm saying that I'm still open to that being Team Triple H because – that would be pretty a pretty big deal if Cody Rhodes came back and just ends up that he's with Triple H. I think that would be a big mind screw for a lot of fans, and it would really be different. What, well, I what could, if he was on the other team? Sorry, Chris. What if he was on the other team and then turned on them? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. I think that whether he's a face or a heel, I think this really does set Cody Rhodes up for a lot – with this storyline because now he really before this he wasn't a big player with uh this corporation storyline he was big with them damian sandow and the briefcase now with this storyline he's actually a player he doesn't have to be on tv now because of his wedding honeymoon but when he returns he's still a pretty big player in this entire storyline and i think it really is going to play to his uh benefit did you get your tux yet by the way for the wedding um, no, I I did not. Chris, what did you? What were you gonna say? Uh, what I was gonna say is I just heard that this was all really last minute thrown together because they've known that he's getting he's actually really getting married in life and he's going on a honeymoon, so he needs some time off. So this was last minute thrown together. But this could be, as Dave said, this could be a huge great thing for Cody Rhodes, where they say, oh hey, guess what? And our fifth opponent is the whole do the whole Daniel Bryan gimmick. Hey, guess what? Our fifth member is Cody Rhodes, and he skyrockets to the moon. That's the thing. I think that this really puts him in a good position. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Uh, continuing on, CM Punk had a, a very heated promo with a kendo stick saying he's going to beat Paul Heyman's ass at Night of Champions, and that's a promise. It's not a threat. No more threats. It is a promise. He is going to do it. I'm going to be honest. I did not watch it. No? Okay. I didn't watch the promo. For some reason, I feel like when I see CM Punk on TV, you have to be drawn to that. You get drawn to that TV, and if you have other things going on at the time, you're like, ah, because when he does, oh, when he does, yeah, like when he cuts a promo, you want to pay attention. You want to listen to it. You want to be, you want to hear everything he has to say. And I just, I don't I, know. As I, of I didn't late, give him though, the time. As of late though, I don't know if they've been like so awesome. Really? Yeah. I just, I haven't been feeling it. I don't know. All right. All right. All right to each, to each their own. What about Chris? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. I see him punk on the, uh. Nah. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's continue on. You had a triple threat match for the number one contender for the Divas title, and that went to a no contest because AJ went in and uh, went kind of crazy as usual. So, I I I liked it. I liked this entire triple threat match. I thought it was really good. I'm surprised the uh, the Divas after the match even got a backstage segment to set up a match for the pay per view. Normally, normally it just gets announced the day of. I've said this a million times. There, this I would have never thought, but this TV show on the E Network is really helping this division out. And who gets the championship? Who leaves Night of Champions with the championship? I don't think it matters. I think everybody's in a good. Well, not everybody, but there's a good amount of women wrestlers in the WWE that are in good positions with. No, it. but does AJ stay champion? Does Naomi get it? Does Natty get it? I, I could see AJ losing it. I could see AJ keeping it. Yeah. Just uh, can, yeah, because this will set up uh, the next season of uh, Total Divas, or the second part of this season of Total Divas. Oh, do you guys hear that? What? The shofar is being blown right now. The what? What? The Why are you? What are you in Temple? No, but I live across the street from one. So your Temple, <laughs> you, you can, can hear it from outside. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's that loud that you can hear the the horn being blown. Uh, oh, no. you're talking about actually blowing the the Rams horn. I thought. Yeah, you were talking yeah, about, yeah. The I Rams thought you were horn. talking about your driver. Oh, ha, that's funny. <laughs> All right, a couple more things we got. Oh, one more thing we have to talk about: RVD defeating uh, Damian Sandow again. Solid match. You know, helps with the um, helps with the uh, feud that's going into tonight's champions between RVD and I'm sorry, I'm losing my train. Of Alberto thing. Del Rio. Yes, Rio. thank you, thank you for helping me out there. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we saw this whole thing with uh, Dolph Ziggler. When he was about to cash in money in the bank, he just lost. He kept losing, kept losing, kept losing, kept losing, and then he came in. So I'm I'm okay with this. I like the match itself. They work good together. Maybe it's just uh, maybe it's maybe it's just Damian Sandow putting over uh, RVD. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to me, I, it feels like I've seen this match a million times because every time in WWE 13, I play WWE Universe. It's always for some reason RVD and Damian Sandow going one on one. And I always like I'm like I'm I'm tired of playing as Sandow. I'm tired of playing as Rob Van Dam because RVD never hits the five star frog splash because it doesn't turn in the game because it's a created finisher. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then Damian Sandow has his his debut move set, so there's no elbow of disdain or whatever. It's the Aki yet Abiet, whatever you call it. I can never pronounce it. I thought I thought Aki it was a good match. Good, the elbow good, of the stand. Sorry, Dave. I thought it was a good solid match. And once again, look at Sandow and RVD. WWE, all kind of WWE proves how 
good it, how much better it is than every other competition in wrestling. Because even the mid carters have the potential to be that uh, main eventer. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, and that's Monday Night Raw. So interesting. But but but, but when I say Justin Gabriel should be world champion, no, sorry. With the I'm way that he treated it. JoJo, no. <laughs> yeah. Why she she brought it up like she was getting his girlfriend boyfriend card and that that was she never well now there's now there's the rumors that she's uh sleeping around with randy orton so who knows she's like 19 that's disgusting yeah how old are Randy? like 35 years old no randy orton's gotta be like 28 randy orton's not 28 years old he has to be something maybe he can't be 30 can he yeah he's definitely we are not older than him here he's 33 oh thank you dave you're welcome (laughs) All right. April 1st, what do you next- mean you're not older than him, David? You're fi- you're 40 years old. <laughs> you're right. Actually, it's 41. All right. Uh, a couple more little things that we want to talk about before we get to our musical interlude this week. Yep, musical interlude. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. We actually have a musical interlude? Hey, yeah. relax. It's not really that rare. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been rare recently. Um, Christian actually was uh, diagnosed <laughs> with a concussion this week. Apparently, he passed his impact tests, not the impact wrestling tests, but they're just – Although he would pass that too. Yeah, uh, but it's precautionary reasons. Uh, apparently, he got hurt. I don't know when he got hurt, but I know um, it happened. Speaking of getting <laughs> hurt, televised match versus Randy. Oh, versus Randy Orton. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, last Raw. I was going to say, speaking of getting hurt, Mark Henry's out. Also, no, he's he's cleared to get back in the ring now. Oh, is he? Yeah, I didn't know if we spoke about it last week, but no, we didn't. Okay, yeah, he had a hamstring injury, Mark Henry. Got a house show. Apparently, he's been cleared to uh, wrestle again. All right, that's good. So, yeah, luckily, it's nothing uh, extreme. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. So, Christian's got a concussion. He's at the Performance Center getting some medical testing, everything like that. Uh, NXT wise, Cassius Ono, uh, known to Chris Hero on the ind- as for indie fans, uh, he hasn't really been seen on TV recently. Apparently, you know, there was a couple of reports a couple months back saying that he was, you know, they were questioning his work he- work ethic. They told him to hit the gym. They didn't think he was hitting the gym, so they took him off TV. He did change his attire. He changed it what, to what? He was wearing like like Bre- Bret like Bret Hart would wear. Oh, really? So oh, he went back to that. He, no, no. He used to wear tights. No, yeah, he used to wear the whole Bret Hart attire thing. Long time ago. Yeah, but, yeah, I really don't even recall. Time. I always, I always remember him in, in uh, pants. That was, that was like ICW, right? Or whatever it is, like back in the mid south. Yeah, um, yeah. So he, there was all those reports uh, this week. They said that he has been, t- he's been taken out of the uh, intro for the NXT uh, show that you can find on Hulu. It's free now. So we're not going to post it. So you can go watch that. Um, and he hasn't been on uh, live programming. So there's a lot of speculation to seeing if he's not good with the company. Some people are saying that he might be released. Um, I don't think he's going to be released. I mentioned this when we were doing our show prep. I think it's going to be uh, just a repackaging of Chris Hero or Cassius Ono. Repackaging as in he stays in NXT or gets brought up? Um, well, bring- I mean, it could be anything. Could be any- You know what? Even next week, maybe – Paul Heyman has another ace up his sleeve and brings in Cassius Ono because uh, because so. of the history that they have. I mean, I, it was, I, sorry. Yeah, maybe coming. Curtis Axel gets eliminated and then Paul Heyman's left to fight CM Punk by himself. Curtis Axel's distracting the ref. Boom, knockout. Sorry, Chris, what were you Cassius saying? Well, you know, in back in the uh, CM Punk documentary, they saw about the past that they had 
and that's a great way to build up uh, Cassius Ono. You know, I didn't think about that. They did feature him in that Heavily. DVD, and so it did. It's not like fans don't know about him. Even the younger audience that are CM Punk fans, not Ring of Honor fans or whatnot, they still know who he is. Yeah. So to bring him in with that feud, you can't say not, for sure really, that they know who he is. No, but they've seen his face if they watch a DVD. Yeah. I think that's actually very smart. I have not thought about that, but I also do see. I don't buy into any of this doghouse thing with him. No, he's, I, I he's could, too talented. Yeah, I could. Okay, I could understand if they were like, listen, cut down, a, work out a little bit more, get in better shape. I could understand that, but I can't see him in the doghouse or having any heat. I don't believe any of that. Um, with him being taken out of the intro, I could see it being hit, them just getting him ready to be primed to be brought up. I mean, Biggie Langston was taken out. Yeah. You know, Seth I, Rollins was taken out. They replaced it with the guys on TV right now. Tyler Breeze, who I, I, just, I still love his gimmick. And, oh, dude. It's like so much Zoolander. And I'm, and I'm so pissed. I was watching NXT this week. No Enzo Amore. And I know Dave is uh, kind of happy about that, too. I mean, not happy about that, too. Yeah, unhappy. I think we're, a big, I think we're big marks for him. He sells good. Yeah, he's very funny. Very, very good on the mic. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I can see you definitely priming him up for that uh, Raw debut. Yeah, all righty. Yeah, um, so we'll like hopefully uh, we'll see Cashizano soon on WWE programming. Yeah, uh, uh, ooh, damn. I was gonna say, and Sami Zayn's on the road. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Oh, but I don't know God. if that's just oh, because they're in Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's awesome that he's on the road with them. But they also brought up uh, Corey Graves was on the road with them for a while too. Yeah, they, well, they, they bring up um, NXT guys just to work them out. They brought yeah. up, remember they brought up like three years ago. They brought up Dean Ambrose to face yeah, Daniel Bryan. That was they were actually I think they were prepping him to get on. Yeah. On the actual road. Well, they, they've even had Paige uh, on the house show circuit here and there. So I think it just exposed them to a larger audience, even though we know Generico, is, well, Zane is no stranger to that larger audience. But it's still nothing compared to of that course. larger audience. Yeah. So who's excited for Raw next week? The rated R Superstar. Edge yeah, right, Edge is you said it. You said it wrong. Can you say it, Chris? <gasps> Superstar! Yeah, better? making his return to Raw. Who's excited for this one? I am. You feel these I'm nipples? pretty sure yeah. the guys at Sci-Fi are happy to hear that plugging for well, Haven. That's, well, that's the Assuming. reason why he's on it was to is to promote the oh, is Sci-Fi. It? Yeah. yeah, and they'll probably I mean, have they'll probably have to have him do something with Daniel Bryan as well. Yeah, they'll they'll probably have that. Count how many times next week on Raw they mention uh, Edge, the star of Sci-Fi show uh, Haven. I'm right. sure it's going to be mentioned a good amount of times, but that's pretty much the reason he's there to promote it. Yeah. All righty. Cool. So, yeah, Raw should be exciting next week. Uh, let's get to our musical interlude this week. Uh, this is from a friend of my band's. They're called Give Up The Goods. You can like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash giveupthegoods. Uh, this song is called Kill The Separation. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some professional wrestling here on Marking Out. Yeah. 
Give up the goods. Kill the separation here on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. And I know that song isn't for everybody, but they're friends of mine, they're friends of my band, so got to give a, got to give a, you know, do, do a brother favor here. So facebook.com slash give up the goods. And let's get into some professional wrestling talk. Uh, we got to talk about Impact Wrestling. We do, because uh, the Bound for oh. Glory series. I know. You know, this is this is the part where I wish I was that vodka Sam girl, and I'm, I'm blowing what? a .341 blood alcohol level right now. What? What is that even? What are you talking Before, about? When when we want when we talk about uh, TNA, I just wish I was just wasting. No, we we understood the talking about TNA. Oh, this girl you haven't Who heard. Vodka Sam. No, dude. Or this girl from Iowa, this college chick. She got so drunk. She got arrested. She blew a point three four one. Sure, she didn't blow the officer. <laughs> no, it's it's all over the news. She, I'm surprised that she lived to talk about it. Speaking of all over the news, stop stop doing drugs. Stop taking Molly, everyone. If you're listening, oh, yeah, take Molly. Don't do Molly. It's Don't be not cool. worth it. All you're I have to say cool. is, and I and I, cool. I tweet and I tweeted about this. The Vans Warp Tour was at Randall's Island for a plethora of years, and nobody died. <laughs> Uh, a HIPAA electronic club music festival comes to Randall's Island and two people die. You know what that means? Stop listening to hip dance music. It sucks anyway. But what about Rush? Do people have to stop listening to Rush? Yeah, sure. Stop listening. No, don't stop listening to Rush. Because people died at a Rush concert, didn't they? Or well, no, it was Fish. My mistake. It was yeah, okay. Fish. Yeah, stop listening to Fish too. They're terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's just crazy. This girl is lucky to be alive. Blowing up point three four one blood alcohol content. That's... Wasn't your nickname in college point uh, three point one blood alcohol content? Yes. No, Dave secretly calling this my type of woman. No, I'm kidding. Hell no. <laughs> anyway, Keep, get her away. Yeah, and and don't do Molly either. It's bad for yeah, you. Yeah, don't do don't do drugs overall. It takes ice cream scoops out of your brain. Yeah, I got that. Seriously? Yeah. Is the ice cream scoop at least good? I'm just yeah. kidding. Good job. <laughs> anyway, let's get yeah. So we got to talk about TNA. Um, don't drink it. Don't drink and watch TNA. Anyway, Bound for Glory series is at an end this week. We, there is a 12-man gauntlet, which is not a gauntlet. It's pretty much the same concept as a Royal Rumble. That that pissed me off. You couldn't understand how pissed off I was when I heard when I found out that TNA was calling that a gauntlet match. They I do mean, that I for every one of those style matches. I understand you can't call it a Royal Rumble because I'm sure WWE has that trademarked or copyrighted somewhere. But to call it a gauntlet match, gauntlet match is one-on-one. You beat the person, you move on one-on-one or two-on-two gauntlet match. I'm sure there's those as well. But, yeah. this, I mean, you could call it an Impact Rumble or something. I don't know. The Impact Rumble. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, what about so a Battle just, Royal? That well, a Battle Royal. No, a Battle Royal. You start out in the ring, and then it's a, like a Royal Rumble. Not uh, a Royal Rumble. It's just you know, a Battle Royal. You start in the ring, and it's elimination. Gotcha. Like, like a championship scramble match, I think. That's how that worked, I think. I if think, I remember correctly. Yeah, it was two people started off. Every five minutes, another person would come in, and then they have like ten minutes to, for someone to score a win at the end of the match. Yeah, like WWE thought of so many different variations of a Rumble and TNA. Oh, let's call it a gauntlet match, guys. That sounds good to us. Yeah, It's not a gauntlet match. No, it sure isn't. But anyway, AJ, but anyway AJ Styles wins the uh, gauntlet match, uh, putting him as the fourth person 
in the finals for the Bound for Glory series. So next week, no surrender. It's going to be AJ Styles versus Austin Aries, and it's going to be Magnus versus Bobby Roode. Those two people will face off, I think, the next week at No Surrender Part 2, I'm assuming. And... <laughs> Yeah, and then they will go on to Bound for Glory to face Bully Ray for the TNA World Heavyweight title. Who do we think is winning this, gentlemen? If it's not AJ, then the, the win that he got all the points and shot right up to the top or whatever is stupid. Or shot yeah. right into the, I don't know, whatever. It is who's who's the leader? Magnus, I believe. Did AJ overlap him or no? I don't I, know. I, I think so. I don't know. They, they, where's, that, where's that website you guys go to? Steelcage.net? Uh, it's on Wikipedia. You know that? It is on Wikipedia. Maybe maybe it's on TNA Wrestling also. I I just think the dumbest part of that match, the whole gauntlet match, quote unquote, aside from uh, the here, I got it. Is uh, I'm okay. sorry. No, I was no, no what's that. the worst thing the, about it? The dumbest part is that Hernandez and Jay Bradley, who were both tied at seven, couldn't even reach up to the highest level of points. AJ Styles has forty nine, Brutus yeah. Magnus has thirty nine, Austin Aries has thirty five, and Bobby Roode has thirty four. So you have the original winner of the Bound for Glory series, uh, and AJ Styles. Yeah, it looks good. I'm excited for Austin Aries versus uh, AJ Styles next week. I really hope it's Magnus. Yeah? Nah. I don't think so, Dave. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be AJ, though. Yeah, which I'm happy about because this is a storyline a year in progress. I don't understand the point of having Hernandez and Bradley in this, though. Yeah, they needed two other guys, and they didn't want to put Robbie yeah. in again. Because who likes him, Christ? Yeah, right. Says Brandon. Uh, other things to talk about. Um, you had the young guns of Aces and Eights get a win over the tag team champions. Yes, there are still tag team champions in TNA if you forgot about that. Um, and then you have Sting get a decisive win over Bully Ray. In no I wonder. T- I wonder if his T-shirt gets paid to be on. Oh, Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but he gets the win. A uh, bigger story coming out of it is that it looks like Mr. Anderson and the rest of Aces and Ace are doing like a face turn on Bully Ray because at the end of the main event, you have St- you have uh, Mr. Anderson coming in and ridiculing Bully Ray and saying that he's going to face him next week at No Surrender. So it's going to be Vice President versus the President of Aces and Eights at No Surrender. Do we, do, is, there any, is there any shred of hope or anything in your mind thinking that Mr. Anderson is going to win? I hope so. And I'm kind of more stuck on the fact that Bully Ray cut a promo earlier in the night talking about how they share, <laughs> they all share broads. But I'm conf- like, does that mean that everyone takes a turn with Brooke? I don't know. Even though Bully's to quote unquote together with her? Hmm, like possible. what? Does, I think Hulk Hogan wants to join Aces and Ace to get a turn. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be another sex tape out. And they were all they were all saying how aces and eights is in control, blah blah blah. And if they were really in charge of doing whatever the heck they wanted, Devon wouldn't be gone. Yeah, I, it's a I, dumb thing to have said. I could see Anderson losing for the fact that his TNA contract is coming up near expire. Do you see him coming back to WWE? I I Not can as see long it. As Randy Orton's on top. Oh, true. Yeah, right. yeah, but I could see Randy Orton easily. Uh, letting bygones be bygones. Can you? Yeah, I can. He's I like, I got that, a girlfriend that's 20 years younger than me, sure. Yeah, I, I could definitely see him uh, making his return very near. Hunter, you don't understand. He dropped me on my head I mean, because I landed wrong. Let's not don't forget that. Back. Let's not forget Royal Rumble is just around the corner. 
I mean, it's not just around the corner, but it is nearing. Yeah. Yeah, who, whose surprise entrance do you think is coming out? Well, it's not going to be Jake the Snake. You never know. Knew that. I mean, you see reports, you never know. Who knows? Uh, this weekend is the last installment of the uh, TNA One Night Only series, Knockouts Knockdown. I love how they had to get on the marquee. They had to absolutely advertise Brooke Hogan to be there. Yeah, right. And Brooke Hogan. Still, we're understand. still like, giving her money. Makes no sense. Yeah, but hey, it should be good. Gail Kim, Mickey James. Yeah, they're good. And Serena Deeb is on there too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I think Jillian Hall is. Nice. All right, cool. Bunch of other ones. So next week, No Surrender, the TNA's free preview. It should be interesting. I don't see any big title changes. Maybe Aces and Aids taking the tag team titles from Gunner and uh, James Storm because that tag team is just so relevant. And, yeah, yeah the-, the X Division might be in charge again. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. They they finished they finished Destination X for this year. Like, all right, guys, we don't have yeah, to like, well, let's go into hibernation. Start eating those pine cones. <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, one last thing we want to talk independent wrestling wise, and that's the best wrestling on the planet, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Last week was the Battle of Los Angeles, PWG's yearly tournament. It's kind of like a Money in the Bank. Whoever wins gets a shot at the PWG World Heavyweight Champion. And your PWG forever champion, Adam Cole. Uh, we have the winner was surprising to me. Kyle O'Reilly is your new winner of the Battle of Los Angeles. Really uh, having some solid matches. I, I'm i not going to talk about the preview because that may be a markout moment of the week this week. But I'm happy with him. It plays into a storyline. Now you have two former, two, the two former members of Future Shock facing off against each other. Uh, but, uh, 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 Dave? No, no, keep it going. But there was a bigger picture coming out of this. After that, after the end of the Battle of Los Angeles, Adam Cole comes out. Then the Young Bucks come out. Super kicks are thrown around. Then Joey Ryan comes out. No, Candice LeRae comes out as well. Joey Ryan comes out and says he's the only one that's supposed to beat a woman. He gets super kicked. Then Kevin Steen comes out, and then everybody gets packaged pile drive. It looks like there is a new dominant stable in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. They are dubbing themselves the Mount Rushmore of Wrestling. Kevin Steen, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks taking out all taking all the gold in PWG right now. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Very excited. Almost excited as when Super Dragon came back. I yeah, agree I with know. you. I think that this is a really good thing. I mean, there's no doubt that these are some of the top talents of the indie circuit today. Yes. I mean, I don't think anybody could d- disagree or argue otherwise. Um, what I was going to say before is I was very surprised with um, Kyle O'Reilly winning Bola too. But I'm when you think about it, I'm not surprised though because you always – you do – didn't Adam Cole win last year? Yes, Adam Cole won last year. Yeah, and look at how much he blew up now. Um, so I'm not surprised by it because Kyle O'Reilly does have a lot of talent with him, and he's very young. So I can see this really pushing his career to a next level. Watching the previews of him was watching the preview of him and like just people like ACH going for like high dives and stuff like that, and just locking in submissions was sick. Absolutely nuts. It was. I was going complete. I. I yeah, it's, I'll, I'll t- say it's the Mark Out Moment of the Week when it's the Mark Out Moment of the Week. Um, but, yeah, awesome. Very excited about that. Very excited for everything that's coming up PWG-wise. October 19th, 
is their next event. Dave, you're going to say something? Yes. No, I was going to say also uh, William Regal was there. Yeah, William Regal was you, there scouting talent. Yeah, so who knows? I mean, maybe this was a big time for Adam Cole, Kevin Steen, and the ACH and a lot of wrestlers, but William Regal was there scouting. So who knows what we're going to see in the future? Yeah, but yeah, October 19th, uh, Johnny Gargano versus Roger Strong has been booked. Uh, team best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent, will be facing off against Rick, Rick Rich Swan and A.R. Fox. Uh, Candice LeRae is going to be facing off against uh, – she's teaming with Joey Ryan to face off against the Young Bucks. So there will definitely be a lot more coming up. And the main event is going to be Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. So That's going to be a treat. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And you know we'll definitely post the videos of the trailers when it comes out. So ProWrestlingGorilla.com, the best wrestling in the world, as they like to call it. Uh, but until next week, I think we're done because there's next week's going to be a super heavy indie show because a lot of things going on Ring of Honor wise, a lot of things going on pro wrestling uh, syndicate wise. Sorry, I've just a huge PWG mark. Um, anyway, until then, let's get to shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shalom. All right. Nice. Shameless yeah, plugs. Yeah, that was stealing gimmicks. I created that stuff. Mm-hmm. Go follow PWS Insider. For, it's your number one source of backstage news. They're highly accurate. Almost everything that they say, like 99.9% of the things that they tweet, are true. Go follow them at PWS Insider. Also, happy birthday to Christine of the Sign Girls, the PWS Sign Girls. Go follow them at PWS Sign Girls. Look forward to seeing you at the, the next event, September 20th. Also, if you have not checked this out, ICP has a TV show on Fuse uh, Network, the ICP Theater, and it features Violent J and uh, Shaggy 2 Dope. Go check it out. They're big-time wrestling fans. They have their own promotion, the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, which I owe, I really do want to attend one of those events because it just seems so crazy and out of you control. You would get eaten alive. Yeah. Probably, but it seems like it would be a Literally. lot of fun. Um, it seems like it would be a lot of fun, but they had no. They're Scott, all on bath salts. Yeah, but they they had Scott Hall on their recent um, their recent episode, and they apparently they have Vampiro and Greg the Hammer Valentine as like their guest hosts well, on a last month was, basis. I'm sorry to cut you off, but last month was the gathering of the Juggalos, so they probably filmed all that stuff at the gathering. It's very no. Very, I don't think it's, no, I, don't, I don't think it's filmed there. It's yeah, like, it's it's, it's, it's in an studio. actual theater where they watch. It's the four of them, and they just sit down and they watch um, music videos from the past, and just either or present or present, yeah, or pre- and present, and they just either tear it apart or compliment the artist, which is yeah, kind of like, weird like this this past do. yeah this past episode, it was Violent J talking about how he wants to jerk off all over Scott Scott Hall's face and how he wants to if there's one guy he would have sex with, it's Scott Hall. Yeah, he how, made like how he really I wants think, to have sex with Scott Hall, and and how he thinks Beyonce is a really great entertainer. Yeah, it was pretty funny, but go check it out, ICP Theater. And, yeah, it's time for Chris's Match of the Week. Or Rant of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. It's a match, guys. Thanks. Uh, This week's Match of the Week is from NXT. Sami Zayn versus Jack Swagger. It just shows you that Sami Zayn can make anybody look awesome, especially Jack Swagger. I like this match a lot. Sami Zayn's high flying style came into effect. Jack Swagger's powered grappliness, strong grip, 
something like that. Uh, yeah, go watch it, HuluPlus.com, or Hulu.com, because it's free now, so we're not going to But post. you have to sign up for it, right? Yeah, but Hulu's free. Yeah. But Hulu Plus is like eight bucks a month. But then you, but you a- don't have to sign up for Hulu, though. No. Only- so, to watch like- you don't- so to watch it, you don't have to sign up. Right, you just have to sit through the commercials. Yeah, uh, yes. Forget that. I, I, I'll keep on posting the link where it doesn't have any commercials. I hate the commercials. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. So you go up, take a pee, come back anyway. But yeah, that's my match of the week. Go check it out. Uh, Brandon, hey. Who's, who, yeah. What do you shout out? Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. I am going to give the first shout out to the song Tell Me a Lie. It was used for Shawn Michaels' Farewell when he left in the 90s. And it's a great smile. Song. Yeah, it's a great song, so uh, listen to it. Uh, second shout out goes to 12 Rounds 2. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's a funny joke right there. LOL. Yeah, because your 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 jokes are right on par. Well, you told me I was uh, at Brandon level today. So. Nah, you just lost a notch in your comedy belt, Dave. Uh, it actually goes to Alex Riley, though. He's been on commentary as of late on main event, and I think he does an awesome job. Uh, he should definitely replace King or Michael Cole further down the line. And NXT as well. For some reason, I thought oh, yeah, you said Alex Reynolds. No, I said Alex Riley. And uh, last shout-out goes to Saints Row 4 because not only does Rob Van Dam do voiceover work for it, uh, Roddy Piper does too, and you get to, for some reason, fight alongside him at one point during the game. Who, Rob Rod Van Dam? Roddy Piper? No, Roddy Piper. Interesting. Like, kilt and everything is, like, actually, it's Roddy Piper you're uh, teaming up with him. So is he chewing bubblegum? No, I do. I do. a voice of a stoner. I do think that the, the the simulated fight scene between the two people with Roddy Piper and someone else is the, the one from They Live. I'm not sure though. That's if you don't know, if you don't know what They Live is, go watch that movie. It's I mean I don't watch watch horror films, so I don't really know. It's not like a it's scary much horror a film. robot alien invasion. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And that's where the famous line comes from. With the I came here to. Chew bubble gum and kick some ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh. Which I believe Duke Nukem took from that. I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's where it's from. Cool. All right. And Brandon, great shout outs. Thanks for sharing those with us. Thank you. I appreciate your compliment. No problem. And At least some people get it. And let's get into it. It's our. Markout moment of the week. Craig Mark- Hawkins was on Total Divas this week. Yeah, he wasn't, and he wasn't wearing a wrestling <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hanging out, getting drunk. Uh, mine was the PWG uh, trailers. They were incredible. I went completely nuts for both of them. Marked out hard, bro. I, I didn't. I didn't watch them yet, but I'm sure I will mark out when I do watch them. You're, you're watching right after we're finished with the show. Yeah. So I'm um, either that or also like uh, Lita at PWS. I marked out for a little bit because I think that's going to be really cool. When is she coming to PWS? October twenty eighth, I think. Ooh, October twenty eighth, I think it is. Sweet. I think she's been at PWS before. Yeah, but this one she may actually be wrestling at. I it's highly not... doubt. Highly doubt that. Why what? are you highly doubting it? Why would she be wrestling? I highly doubt that. Why not? I cannot see it. The last match she had was against 
Heath Slater, or and that was barely that wasn't even like a match. Nah, you never know. I highly doubt Lita is going to wrestle on the independent scene. All right, but we're going to talk about all things pro wrestling syndicate wise next week because we have, as I said, we have a heavy indie show. So until then, markingout.com, facebook.com, and twitter.com, all slash markingout. Uh, marking at one at gmail.com thank you very much to ring rope rebellion for making our theme music to nick matocho for making our logo you can follow me on twitter at chris Sweendog, dave on twitter at dave the rave underscore mo and brandon on twitter at bttg161 keep watching cooking with brandon too Electric yeah, I'll, I'll block you if you don't actually follow if you don't follow marking out <laughs> so until next week we wish you the Best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you next week on the pod.